0: dot com podcast and here's your host Ed McGrogan hi everyone tennis.com podcast uh, Ed McGrogan here with two uh, two writers who you haven't heard from in a little while Pete Bodo and Richard we were all here in New York City uh, in advance of actually during the Miami tournament which is, Already begun, um, this is the second big March hardcore event, uh, follows Indian Wells. Um, the women have already begun their main draw. It started yesterday, going on today. And as of this recording right now, we're looking at um, Kim Clijsters you know, unseated now after um, really hasn't been playing since the Australian Open. Uh, she's already down a set, up a break though, against Jarmila Gajisova, formerly Groth. So, you know... Clyster's hold on this already looking tenuous, but I, you know, with her and Serena, I think we're going to discuss that here about really what we think of their chances overall um, at this tournament. But but I wanted to start with the women's draw since they begin play first. Uh, we're going to go through each draw kind of uh, quarter by quarter. It is 128 um, player draw slotted at least, but there are really only 96 players. Each of the seeds gets a bye into the second round. Um, and right now there are some first round matches going on. So, and we're not going to talk about every player. So, don't and worry we are not that. going to talk about every player. So you don't need to recharge your iPod um, to get it all in one one digestive sitting here. So, um, at the top of the women's draw is a girl that we need to talk about right away, and it's Victoria Azarenka, who is unbeaten this year. Um, I think overall kind of sort of under-reported, under under-appreciated a bit, um, this 23-0 and run she's on. Um, I, I just recently wrote that I think that it was after really Miami last year when Djokovic did, did the same thing that I think the really the national media kind of caught wind of this. But, you know, the men's tour really was at a better historical stand than the women's tour in terms of name brand notoriety with Federer Nadal. But Azarenka here this season unbeaten, looking, you know, fantastic on hard courts. I picked her to win this in our editors picks which are on the site. So, what's just well, really, really just start- went out on a limb, Andy. Yeah. So, so let's just He's start- a risk taker. Yeah. Let's, let's just start with her? I mean, do you see her winning this tournament and if not if not, why, basically? Well,
1: you weren't the only genius who picked her. I picked her, too, I okay. must say. But, you know, the, yeah. the thing is, you can't go against her. And personally, you also, you I don't want to jump ahead, but you can't go against Federita. The way these two have been playing has been just – you owe it to them out of respect, basically, just to pick them. But, no, I, I think Azarenka's doing a great job. But I do think she could be – up for a Djokovic type year because I think I think this girl means it. You know she's she you know she you know it, it's kind of funny because she had a lot of trouble breaking through, but she was always good and always right there. I had I thought a lot of her, and then I happened to listen to one of my colleagues who shall remain on, nameless last year who said, yeah, she's really good, but she only has one speed. And so, you know, you always know she's going to start making some errors and that's going to be it. So I kind of changed my mind a little bit about her, but boy, uh, I was wrong. I'm going back to my original feeling, which is that boy, she is good. She could dominate and that's going to change the whole pecking order.
0: Now you said in the editor's picks actually, um, that a lot of the, there's a lot of similarities between Djokovic and Azarenka that are too numerous to go into in this space here. So we have all the time in the world here on the podcast, but I just, you know, I guess it, Richard can take it <laughs> back. You know. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we have, Give we have all the keys all, to the tractor. I'll yeah. Be <laughs> exactly. Um, just w- what are a couple of things that you see in what Djokovic did last year compared to while is doing this year more, more to the, Point about why their approaches and/or games are so similar. Well,
1: I'll take them off quick. You know, the confidence is there, the intensity you can see in her eyes that she really wants it, just like you could see in Djokovic last year. This guy, for some reason, some switch got some switch got flicked. He decided, you know, I'm not going to be the big impersonator. I'm not going to settle for being the third wheel to Federer and Nadal anymore. That's going to be it. And I think the same thing happened with Asra. I think the problem that. The reason it hadn't happened earlier with Azarenka, and let's let's remember Djokovic. There's another similarity. One his first major way back in what 2008 maybe 2009 at the Australian Open. So basically, that right. guy went three years without making any noise in, in terms of a Grand Slam. And Azarenka, in her own way, was also very slow to the party to win a, a major t- tournament. That was a real similarity there. In her case, though, and, and I guess you could say this for Djokovic, too, you know, she really had bad luck last year. She ran into some really good players. But to continue, all right, so she, you've got the confidence issue, you've got the fact that she, she came into her own after, you know, after, after Took her a while to get that first slam. Djokovic took him a while to come into his own. You've got uh, – she her fitness is tremendous. She's changed her diet. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know that it's a gluten-free diet like, like Djokovic's, but she's kind of modeled herself that way. And, you know, e- even something absurd like the fact that both of them early on were sort of like whiners basically. They would – you know, and a lot of they, – they stopped. They quit in tournaments when people wondered did they really need to quit or did they just re- – Really get discouraged or say, I'm out of here. So, those similarities, I think, really are, are in effect.
0: That's definitely true, yeah. Even
1: Indie Wells last year, she pulled the plug. Yeah, you
0: yeah. Know. Yeah, Richard, looking at Ozrinka's. Quarter of the draw here, um, you know. Do you see any players really that pose any threat to her before we kind of move mm. on after that? Because no, know, I she... think
2: if I'm Azarenka, I'm thrilled with that draw. The one player in that quarter, maybe, and it's a reach, is Bartoli. But I just think the conditions and you know, it's really humid there. It gets really hot, and I'm always concerned about Bartoli's fitness. But I, in that quarter, I. She's got to be really happy with. And Azarenka, with what
0: she's got. as you're talking about Pete, where she sort of took a while to come in her own. She this tournament she's won twice and won it back in 2009. <laughs> she and, crushed her, you know. yeah, she and it. she's um, defending champ last year. So this is really. Um, you know a tournament that she knows Home field ex- advance. yeah extremely well exactly so what, what
2: qu- and that's yeah. another similarity, like you said with Djokovic that, that I remember he had the big win in Miami you know his first big match that's right that's right
1: know. well one thing about that though is i you know i don't think she's really in danger here but Krychek is an experienced player. She's got a big serve. You know, she's on the comeback trail. And also Kerber. Kerber's been a semifinalist at these big events. She finally won a tournament. She plays an aggressive style. I mean, that's. I think her matches are a little bit tougher than they might appear to no, be when true. you just look at the yeah. names and rankings. Although she did
2: handle Kerber in straight sets in Indian Wells. But Kurt, you're right. Kerber's she's been on a roll. Yeah, she's, she's backed
0: player. up that semifinal run um, at the U.S. Open with a lot of yeah. nice sort of under-the-radar results this year. Yeah, she um, can't just mail it in is what I'm saying. No no, no, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. The other half of – uh, the other side of this half of the draw, uh, the big seeds are Kvitova, Agnieszka, Rodwanska, and I'm going to throw Anna Ivanovich in there. There is a we can't forget as well. Um, yes, we can. <laughs> or we can if you want. Ana Ivanovich I'm going to throw in there as well, um, just based on what I saw from her at Indian Wells, not the – retirement but really her tennis before that particularly against Wozniacki in a match that um, ended at three and two and I thought looked like a one and one match Ivanovich played so well and even her hitting with Sharapova before um, her injury really I thought Ivanovich made a nice little move there um, you know it's I'm not saying that it has to continue in Miami, but that was, you know, very encouraging to see from her there. So yeah, those are, those are seemingly the four big names there. And, um, Kvitova, we're kind of still really waiting on for this year. You know, not everybody's going to be able to make headlines with, when the way Ozrink is playing, but we haven't seen, um, thus far this year, what has really showed us last year, um, both at the year end championships and really throughout the season. So of this side of the draw, um, you know, who, what, just kind of some thoughts about this, maybe who you like, who you don't like, et cetera. Richard, maybe I'll start with Yeah, you. I was
2: tempted to pick Anna as my dark horse because, like you said, I thought she played really, really well. I'm just concerned about she had the left glute strain, and also her leg was taped going into that match. I'm concerned about her, her the injury, how healthy. But if she's healthy, she's very dangerous. She almost knocked Clijsters out in Miami in 2010 a few years ago. I went with Kavitova because I think she's so good that she's just due. you pick mean, her to win? Yeah, I did pick her to win because I think the Kvitova-Azarenka, in my view, is going to be the rivalry of the future. They've had really good matches. Even uh, last year, the WTA Championship, she beat her there. She beat her in Madrid. I think if she got to Azarenka, if she gets to Azarenka, um, I think she could beat her. I think she matches up well with her, and I think she'd be pumped. You know, that said, she had the illness in Indian Wells, and Mikhail beat her. But even in that loss, I like the way she didn't roll over. She was down big. She hung in. She fought. And she didn't alibi after. She she didn't use the illness. She just said, I got beat. So I think she's due, although, you know, having said that, she's done nothing in Miami her whole career. She's only won two main draw matches there. So maybe it's the conditions, the surface doesn't suit her. But... To me, she's so good; she's due to win. So, well, she, if she's
0: to get there, she may she have, have, to, have to be Venus. She may have probably, to face Venus yeah. Williams in her opening match. actually. But that's what, asking what, a, what do you think that's a detriment or not. At this point is
2: that's asking a lot of Venus to come in cold, certainly, and, you yeah. know, and
0: beat the number yeah. three
2: player in the world who was almost, you know, yeah. was a Wimbledon defending champion. That's yeah, I
0: mean, regardless of what that match really, if it even happens, Venus is I don't even think the favorite against Dade Crum in our opening match here um but you know regardless of of what would happen if that came to pass that's obviously um, a very interesting match. A match we probably actually won't even see on television because it covers doesn't even start till Saturday. But and if um, that comes off, that could help Kavita down the road because you know that's
2: a tough. That's about as tough as it gets. Second true. round. I, I mean, think we'll
1: true. have a post at Tennis World on the Venus match. I've got somebody down there who I think is going to is planning. I remember and win the, the
2: win. Wimbledon match he had Kamiko. That was a gosh, such a long, grueling match. Too. You know, it's
1: not a bad time for Ivanovic to get. No, I, I, I echo Richard's sentiments on her on her injuries, mm-hmm. but it's not a bad time to get. Kvito. I mean, she hasn't played right. very much. No, she's, she has. You know, and she's she kind of didn't she didn't really back up what she did at the end of last year. In Although Australia. she had a good Australia,
2: she had a semi. You know, Maybe she, she had a
1: good one, but not. You know, she was she was right there, right in the mix to take it, and to all play of a sudden, over number one has yeah. really kind of overshadowed.
0: So you don't know how it's going to affect her. And yeah, know, that to me, that loss to Sharapova was kind of a surprise. Yeah, for, yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. yeah. I, I agree. And you know, the other thing is, let's not forget. Agnieszka Radwanska is rapidly yeah, becoming yeah, my favorite right. player. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. She, she reminds me of you know those knuckleball pitchers in baseball. There was a guy who pitched for Boston. I forget. Tim Wakefield, see? Tim him. Wakefield, perfect yeah. example. He's retired. He didn't seem to do anything. He just he just stand there on a the mound and all of a sudden he'd throw out a knuckleball. But he was a good pitcher. Radwanska's game is really interesting in in my she view. Is. She's yeah. she's got this great you know like totally like you know passive. I'm just
0: going to react to what you're doing. She's a ton of fun to watch and she's playing really well. Yeah, she's gotten a lot of, I think, attention recently for just that. Actually, and if you and took
2: uh, Azarenka out of out of Rodwanska's, pet, all her losses basically this year to at Azarenka. She yeah. beats everybody yeah, I think but she, Azarenka. Three or
0: four you know? now. Yeah, I, I think, think she's lost to her four. I times think it's four now. times. Yeah, exactly. So, well, she could certainly meet her again. That's entirely possible, of course. So, the other half of the women's draw, and and this quarter, which I'm gonna. Talk to Pete about very shortly the third quarter, right? The third quarter, which Pete wrote about at length yesterday, and for good reason. Uh, this is a this is kind of as stacked of quarters you can ask for, and really in name recognition here. And and in part, that's because of where um, certain players have fallen in the rankings um, because of either inactivity, injury, what have you. Um, Kim Kleister, as we've already mentioned. Right now, I should say she lost first set six four, but is up five love in the second set and you what's know, if she goes on here you know there are some very compelling matches that could happen pretty early on she would get um, Juliet Julia Garages if she won and the other names you know in no particular order here we have Wozniacki who is number 4 Serena Williams number 10 and Sam Stozer, number 6 uh, at the top half of this quarter is Stozer and Serena the bottom part is Wozniacki Kim Clijsters Garages so there's a lot going on here as well. Christina McHale is also here, who I um, I think is kind of playing like a seed lately, uh, even though she uh, is not one. We have a caller, I guess, here, if you heard that. outraged, um, Yeah. He's, Outrage he, fan he's of appalled. <laughs> um, so So this quarter here... Um, I'll, I think I'm gonna let Pete you start because you wrote so much about it yesterday. Kind of refresh what you think. Well, you know, I called it. The, I called it
1: basically the desperate quarter. It's, it's, it, you know, uh, because fundamentally there are a lot of people who have issues in this quarter. I mean, you've got. Well, let's start with. Let, let's take them in order in terms of their their seated positions. You got Wozniak who's fallen to, you know, who's, who's who's fallen really off the pace, and you know, started the year number one and has been. Blown, you know, people have blown by her basically, so she's sort of hurting. Uh Then, uh, you know, she, then in that same in that same eighth of the draw with her is Yulia Gorgis Now, she doesn't have you now she's doesn't f- qualify as desperate, but she's beaten Wozniacki, Wozniacki the last three times they played. So that's that's a, a huge dangerous spot for Wozniacki. Right.
0: Yep. That was a very um prominent point made last year about her matches was really just Wozniacki giving her all the time to really unload on on some of her shots there. So. Line it up, tee it up,
1: and go. And then the other person, Janina, now here's another one. you got Yanina Wickmeyer in there. Now, that, you know, she was a U.S. Open semifinalist a couple years ago. Very promising player. You know, what I wrote yesterday, which is the truth, is that, you know, I, I don't know what's happened to this woman. You know, uh, she's just sort of has kind of disappeared. You know, uh She's you know, she's number 23 seed, but she's also in there, although she and Gerges will have to battle it out if, if Wozniak is going to get that far to meet them, either of them in the third round. And remember uh, when
2: the Belgium Fed Cup team was Henin, Kleisters and Wigmeyer, and everyone's exactly. like, she's
1: the successor, she's going right. to
2: push it forward, and you're right. I mean, it, she's kind of...
1: That would be fourth round, by the way, although uh, Wozniak would potentially have to get by Christina McHale. In, yeah, in I think that's round.
0: actually kind of a... a potential stumbling block there myself yeah this i think overall doesn't considering how wozniacki has been playing recently and per, especially if you want to look at that ivanovich match it's kind of a, really a, a you know a lot of big hitters here as well who are going to be you know getting their shots as well and uh, you know i don't think that bodes very well for big
1: her. window of opportunity for for mikhail in
0: my opinion there basically <laughs> yeah so, yeah. so so what about Serena at the top here? Cause we got to really talk about where she is here. Maybe Richard, I'll kind of let you weigh in. To me,
2: like Serena, you know, people always say, well, Serena's all about the majors. Now Serena loves Miami. She's always done well there. She gets up from Miami. I, I mean, I was almost going to pick her to win the whole tournament. It's just the layoff concerns me. And the last time she did play, it was fed cup. It was indoors. You don't, you're not dealing with the heat, the humidity, the conditions. But I think if Serena got to Stoser, she'd be super, super motivated to avenge that um you know US Open final also though Stoster's played Serena tough and But Stoster's played a Stoster that's right. You know, she, she's, she's, she's
1: really, really not 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 done very much. She's
2: imploded. So I, I think Serena's definitely the one to watch in that corner and you know, you just don't know. You have to see her and sometimes all it takes is a bad set or a bad day and just not the, the lack of match play, it's hard to consistently overcome that. But
0: if anyone can, sh- she's the one. Yep. Yeah. And um and she hasn't played since um, Fed Cup. That's correct, right. and, it and, was, I was and, indoors, and it was indoors. You know, it was indoors. It was against. Azarenka pulled out of that tie, so you know, for all intents and purposes, she really hasn't played the since the Australian Open. So, um, and then look, in Australia, I know she was banged up. I know her ankle was bothering her, but still, that's that's not a great loss. The the loss she had in Australia. Yep. So the last quarter of the draw here. Um, Number two, Sharapova, after um, that final loss to Azarenka and Inu Wells, another really rough one in terms of the score, um, just like in Australia. So this is her quarter. Um, the other seeds, I think uh, this is probably this quarter with the best depth of the seeded players, top to bottom, I would say. Um, Certainly all of these players, I think most of them really have done well. These a lot of good hardcore players here. There's Nali, Kuznetsova, um, of course has won the US Open. Among other events, Yankovic, um, Baloteri product has been down there many times. Um uh, Pang Paviachenkova, the other seats Sarah Rani. Um, so of the of uh, of this quarter here, um, you know, to me to me I'm almost amazed at how Sharapova is still is kind of still getting away with the lapses that she does but you know really once it's kind of what you're saying about Azarenka where you know the focus really is just kind of unwavering and she just kind of she has she's obviously hit the ball really well but I'm still surprised that some of the returners have not you know made her really pay dearly for some of these um, you know things that really just haven't evaporated from her game ever since the shoulder surgery, and at the top of the quarter, I think there are really compelling cases to be made for almost all of those top players, and kind of glancing at the uh, you know the the non-seeded players, there's certainly some other fine uh, fine women there as well, Bartel, who I know you talked about, Richard and editors picks, um, Pair, uh, Dolko, etc. So. Um, last quarter of the women's draw. What do you think? I think it's a very weak quarter. I sort of disagree with you about that. I think I don't. I don't
1: think Lena. I think Lena is playing lousy because that's of a you know her, she's tanking. Her career is going downhill. Lisicky, I, I I like and have a lot of confidence in. Yankovic, you know, playing totally unpredictably. I I think, yeah. I think Maria Sharapova's got a great ticket punched here. I mean, she's got basically Irani's the first seed she would meet, and potentially in the first first fourth round she gets Yankovic I mean you can't you know that's pretty good and I think the way Sharapova played her weekend at, this weekend over against Azarenka she beats any other woman in that draw two and one so uh, I, I really like Sharapova's chances in this I think she gets I don't see a person who could stop her the only I was sort of thinking of maybe, maybe making Pavly and my dark horse pick but she's if you look at her recent record, she's really playing badly. Mm-hmm. So I don't think she's – I got a great confidence in her. I think she's going to be a top player. Your usual dark horse pick, but not this exactly time. Exactly not this time. Right. There you go. Yeah. So I'm liking Sharapova's chances right through. I think she crushes everybody.
0: Richard, any thoughts on that before we move on?
2: You know, it's interesting. I, I kind of agree with what Pete's saying about the top half because to me – you know, Lena Kuznetsova, two Grand Slam champions. They're just giant, flaky personalities. Like Lena, I was there in Miami a few years ago. She was up five 0 on Serena in about 12 minutes, just crushing her. She ended up losing the match. So you just don't know what those two, if they're going to be motivated, if they're going to be into playing, if they're going to flake out. But either one of them got hot. They'd be tough. Sharapova showed me a lot despite the loss last week because she should have lost to Karolinko. She wasn't playing well. She was flat. She sucked it up. She finds a way to beat those those. those players she's supposed to beat. I just think the problem with her, there's no plan B. She can't adjust the height of her shot. She's hitting every other shot into the net against Azarenka. Give yourself some margin. She's not able to do that. Although everyone below her that you think she should beat, she usually finds a way to beat them. So I got to give her respect for that. I think Sharapova is going to make a run... I'd like to see her play like Alina and see where she's at. Lissicky is talented, but she's struggling right now. So I don't know where, if it's a physical thing or mental thing, but she just hasn't put something together. Maybe Richard, it's a pressure. You know, she's got Wimbledon coming up, all those points, uh, you know.
0: Richard auditioning for the encore coaching for Maria Sharapova. I, I, I mean, that's. You, I think you hit it on the head there. That's uh, to the point, direct, and you got it all in before the change. Yeah, and I, and I
2: mean, I respect her. I'm not trying to knock her, but you—I mean—you're a top player. You got to be able to adjust, and she didn't. She
0: does not adjust in that match. That's a bad matchup for her. All right. To the men's draw we go, and uh, thanks for sticking around, of course. So. Here we, we have. We're assuming um, you stuck around. <laughs> assuming you have hopefully, hopefully, somebody out there is. Like, we're still sticking <laughs> around. <laughs> we got nowhere to go, assuming you haven't <laughs> started turning on This American Life or something like that. Um, which is another fine podcast, of course. Not to the quality of this one, but, you know, there's who it, which it is really. So the men's draw here. The top four men, of course, will leave their own quarters. The, the usual question we have for the men's draws is. Where are the top three going to kind of shake out? It, it, it always um, used to be Federer, Djokovic last year. Recently, we've had a couple of Federer and Nadal semifinals. We had one in Miami last year. Um, Nadal won easily. And last week at Indy Wells, total reversal, it was a Federer. Um, one of his, oh, wow. probably his yeah it definitely was one of his best matches he's played against Rafa regardless of whether Nadal you know what his state was there um, otherwise so this time it's Djokovic and Federer who could meet in the semis Nadal is on the bottom half um, and gets Murray if the seeds hold so um, the top half number one of course is Djokovic um, he finds Del Potro in his quarter the other top seed is David Ferrer um For Djokovic, this is obviously another tournament where he's done very well in the past. Defending champion, kind of like he's going to be defending champion almost every tournament he plays this year. Um, And you know, Djokovic last week gets Isner. I think by most accounts, Djokovic really, you know, played fine, but Isner certainly was. You know, that was Isner's his next. You know, he. I think he played probably maybe even better than he played against Federer at that Davis Cup potentially in, in certain spots that match can be argued but um but so Djokovic gets this here another chance to uh to kind of defend this point so thoughts on Djokovic going forward or are there is there really not much to be said about him you kind of know what you're going to get Well it's an interesting time for the guy I mean
1: you know he's got to be feeling a little bit of heat you know he's you know he hasn't won since Australia but you know he did win the first Grand Slam of the year, but you know he's seeing what Federer is doing. You know he's watching. He sees Nadal making inroads there and stuff, and I think he's relaxed. I don't think he's feeling like oh, his you know his life's going to fall apart. But you know, certainly the, hope not. Yeah, the guy is certainly not in the same kind of shape mentally, confidence-wise, and stuff as he was last year, which is an He's enormous Victoria Azarenka. Exactly, <laughs> that's right. He, that's transferred to her. There's been some yes. kind of weird psychic transference of. So it's gonna go from one error.
0: Eastern European nation to the next. There you so go. like who's next? Um San Marino, something C- yes. yeah, okay. <laughs> It's okay. Russian
1: anyway. But, uh, so no, I, I so I don't you know, I think I think the draw is there's there's some guys who can play in that draw, you know, for for Djokovic but you got to kind of like the guy to get to, this, to the semis these days I mean you know almost no matter what
0: yeah Richard any,
1: any
2: yeah I mean I'm that? a big Delpo fan I like his game but he doesn't match up well with Djokovic because of the movement he hasn't done well against him in the past I, I really think that Djokovic is going to get I think we're going to see Djokovic better I
1: really do yeah. one guy here to watch by the way is Tomic I think Tomic it's, I think it's going to be way at the bottom if you he know, uh... pretty decent surface for Tomic uh, not that unlike the Australian Open <clears throat> so I think um, you know you know, he he has got some opportunities. Of course, he'll have to get past Ferrer in just in you know, a third round, but I think he's capable of doing it. You no know, Fish yeah. has
2: had good results there in the past, but he's really struggling. And a guy that intrigues me is a guy like Almagro because he's had some. Oh yeah, in the other big half already? results. Oh,
0: I'm
1: sorry. No, I'm that's sorry. all right. That's over, all right. Got a uh, lot
0: of, you can get the Marty Fish talking. Let's go over yeah. that to that quarter. That's the Federer quarter. That's Federer quarter. Well, By the way, I think but,
1: it's great. I think it's great for Federer that he gets Djokovic in the semis. And the Donald a final. I think that's really a good setup for him because I think, I think, I think Federer, You know, I think Djokovic is a little more apprehensive and worried about Federer than Feder. You know, I think Feder is a little more confident against Djokovic. Than oh, he is against absolutely. The Dolan, is what I agree I'm with saying. you so, hundred mm-hmm. percent. I, I think
2: Feder, in his mind, he thinks I'm better. I, I can take this guy. I should have took him at the Open the last couple right. of years because right.
0: he serves better usually. Let's see, here the other half of the cross. Since you start with Fish, let's kind of touch on him for a bit before we get to the rest. Um we've talked about players who have had really kind of suspect starts to this year. Kvitova. um Fish has had a really rough start to this season. Um, first round loss was it Australia or second round loss? He lost a Fire was it first or second? I think second it was round? the first. Yeah. I think it was first round yeah. actually. And um and to, you know to to add to that that's you know um Isner has kind of has this big American momentum thing going and rightfully so. So Fish, well, Fish actually indeed
1: Wells. Fish was a former former finalist and stuff and it's it's right you know, right up his alley that tournament and he had a
0: lousy tournament yeah. too. So what were you saying about Fish there? I was saying Pete was there in twenty ten when he
2: beat Murray and I remember in the press conference after, everyone said, Well how come you never done anything in Miami? And he always kind of implied it just because he grew up in the area and the fact that he almost put too much Pressure on himself That's there, right. so to me, it's like if you're feeling pressure, then you're going to be feeling more pressure now. <laughs> it is pretty telling
0: it, you for know, you know, slams, things like that,
1: of course. Yeah, your number, your number eight seed and you're playing lousy, and and, and you don't like playing at home. I think we,
0: <laughs> I think one of you, I think you've written about this before, actually, Pete. Is where um, some of the hardest tournaments for players to win are those really small, minor events, relatively speaking, but are in like their own countries. For That's example, right. like you talk about, like a Jurgen Melzer in not solve Vienna, Vienna some way like that, yeah. So, you know, I, I think there's a lot, there is a lot to be said about that type of pressure, but, uh, you know... Right, because you
2: want to do so well, so badly, it almost can immobilize you. And everybody's you, watching. Sense. And everybody's watching. Now, everybody's at the
0: top watching. there, um, it's pretty interesting for Federer, too. You know, I, I know we've already kind of hit on him thinking that he will probably advance out of this, but uh, from a, a fan's point of view, first couple days even though th- I wonder if this match will even be on TV as well. He could get Harrison in the second round and then Roddick in the third round. It's The probably- American killer. <laughs> yeah, right. Mm-hmm. The death of American yeah. tennis. Yeah, I'm not picking against Roger by any means for those. But, um, but yeah, that would be – Roddick is almost unseated at this point, 31 now. Yeah. Um, and he could get Roger extremely early and I think probably get eliminated pretty early. Well, Ham's
1: going to get older. But, you know, the one I like is the Harrison matchup. It's early in the tournament. There's not that much. It's, you know, I mean, for Federer, it's going to make him a little bit nervous. It's going to be literally his first match if Harrison can get pe- past Putito Starace. But, you know, I mean, I, th- I think that's an opportunity for Harrison, you know. Uh, and
2: I think Harrison will view
0: it exactly that way. Where it's do they play last year, Indian, Indian Wells or Miami? I know they played last year. Indian, Indian World, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. And, yeah, I mean – and who did Harrison just have in Indian Wells? He lost
2: to Simone in that. In that, uh, yes, but he that's beat right. Troy
0: before. That's
1: that. right. Yes, and so, yeah. he played a good match against he Simone. Did. And, he did. Yeah, he had, had that first set. He had a bad oh, call in yeah. the first set tiebreaker. He now, he's feisty. Pieces, but... I
2: love his attitude. I mean, he comes to play. You know, he plays hard. He
1: could give
0: yeah. Federer a lot of trouble, I believe. Yeah, um, but otherwise, I I, I think both of you guys think the Federer surge is. Is not stopping until because
2: it's not just uh, you know a few three tournaments in a row. This guy, since the U.S. Open, this guy's been on fire.
0: You know. Yep. Yeah, nothing more to say. You know, you
1: you feel this tug saying, "Well, he's 30 years old." Nadal caught up to him, got in his head. You think of Djokovic came along, did all. So you keep thinking of all these reasons for why. Yeah, no, it's got to be over for Fed, but you know, it's not over. It's kind of like in a weird way. It's almost like the Serena situation. You can think of 10 reasons for why Mm -hmm. it shouldn't happen anymore, and dang it, if it doesn't happen again. Right,
2: and I just think like, the way he's moving, the way he's stepping into the court, the aggression—he's doing the right things on the court, That's and right. he, he's playing he, great. Technology. Even when he's losing, though, you know, losing a set to Bellucci, losing a
0: set to Raonic, he's not tight. You know, the bottom half of the straw. Um, Pete, you always talk about Thomas Burdich like it's his time to do it, and he did it 2010 Wimbledon. Um, but he really throws in a lot of conquerors every so often. and give just, up on his time to do it. But the one thing he's done is he's gotten consistent enough
1: to get into the top 10 and stay there, which for that guy yeah. is a big step forward because yeah, that's a guy you could see going from number 3 to
0: number 22. He should phenomenon. never with the shots he has. It's just, it's just incredible how he hits the ball, and you see that up close. You see it even on TV. He puts seemingly almost no... It's not a powerless backswing, but it's such a short swing compared to so many players these days. And uh, you know, the sound he makes when he connects with that is just incredible. So he's at the top of there. Um And he's gotten, in
1: his his very first ratchet, he's got the winner of Mahut Gonzalez. Gonzalez, this is his retirement tournament. He's done after this. He's had a good run in Miami. They love him there. There's going to be a lot of Chilean people there. Wave of flags and stuff. I wouldn't put it past Gonzalez to give Burdick a lot of trouble because he's got a big, big game, as we know, former Australian Open finalist. He He could pull off the upset of the tournament first week by beating Burdick.
0: Yeah, he gets Mahout tonight in a night match there. Um, also, the top of the half, Dolgopolov, Nelbandi, and Tip Um Guys that uh, a lot of fun players to watch, Dimitrov as well. Uh, the bottom half is where this is Murray's quarter. Um, Murray loses first round, Indian Wells. Um, who defeated him? Name eludes me. It you know, wasn't Istaman, was it? I don't, Isterman, I don't it?
1: remember. I for- yeah, you know what? I think
0: it was. Wasn't it Istaman? <laughs> Wasn't what? Because Estemans probably going to play him in in the. Anyway, moving right along. Yeah. they might meet in the second round. Yeah, it'd be pretty embarrassing if it wasn't Istaman at this right. point. So, but um, but then he also um, has Raonic, is the closest seed to him.
1: That's what's really I think threatening for Murray because and you, you picked Raonic, didn't you? As a dark horse. I, I did pick Raonic. Raonic is my dark Andrews. horse pick to win the tournament. Yeah,
0: Murray having lost last week, you know, if he gets in a little bit of a funk, it's it's a tough it's a tough third round. Yeah, that's uh, that's as tough as it's going to come, I think, for a uh, for a seeded player in their third round match. You know that that's that is a tough one. Well, I of think course, which
1: thing... is a seat too. Let's not forget. I,
2: I didn't think didn't... if you know, so you're, you're Murray, six. you're hoping that's a day match, a lot of heat because he trains in Miami. He yep. likes to grind. I mean, you know, you get a guy at night like that could be it could be tougher. Just to yeah. pick up the ball, just to pick up the serve. The guy has a monster
0: serve. Garcia Lopez. Sorry. I, I was Garcia you know, Lopez, I couldn't right? have been further mm-hmm. off actually with that uh Istemen. Who, who Gar- recently changed his name to Dennis Istiman, right? <laughs> hey, Guillermo <laughs> Istiman, yeah, exactly. Senility
2: sets at a Hey, we can't know everything, right? <laughs> we had it right.
0: It's only two hundred fifty six players. We have to, we can't know everything about them. So um, yeah, I, let's before we close that one up. You know, who do you think advances out of there? Do you do you think Rayonich? I think Pete might go that way, or um, maybe Richard. What are your your thoughts? Because I know Murray, I know people would love to tell us that Murray should not be included in the big four, top four, and, until it actually happens. I know a lot of people kind of waver back and forth about that, considering how much else he's done. But people, he's a guy many people love to hate, even if people like. Many like his game too I mean put a
2: gun to my head I gotta give Murray the edge but if that's a situation if Raonic can drag him into some tie breaks it's it's tough to beat a guy like that that serve look what he did with Federer. he was right in that match right up until the end he he's a he's a talented player
1: if he gets by raonic I think he's got a pretty clear sailing I think. right uh, but I think and, and I can actually see t- maybe a tip Saravage getting through to the uh, quarters in that in that section okay
0: Um, The last quarter of the draw, last quarter of both draws here, is Nadal, of course, and also with Isner and Sanga. Isner, Sanga, that's a um, sort of a preview of what they'll see at Davis Cup. Those are the top two guys for U.S. and France. They're playing in Monte Carlo um, a couple weeks from now. Um, the rest of the seeds, Nishikori, Granelier, Stepanek, Meyer, Kohlstreiber. It really boils down in my mind, and I think most people's, to, to Rafa, um, Isner, and Sanga here. And, um, you know, Isner's played a lot of tennis recently. Uh, I just, he before he came to Indian Wells, he uh, was just in Del Rey. He was just in Memphis. He's going to go to. Davis Cup right after this. I'm not sure if he's going to be. May as well stick around Monte Carlo and play that since he's going to be at the club already and right. Right, right into the heart of the season. So Isner, I, I um, and he just of course had this huge run in singles and doubles in right. Well. So, I, the NFL, yeah. so I do wonder for Isner about about what kind of juice he has. You know, not that he can't continue that, but maybe at this particular event, really what uh, what that says. Um, you know, I was just there with Isner for a, a story we're doing there and. And he, you know, coming off two losses in Delray and Memphis tournaments where he arguably was the favorite, I think he was the number one seed in at least one of them, um, he, you know, very good spirits and and started off the tournament, him and, and his coach, Craig Boynton, um, you know, started off well and just kept things, kept building and building. He did it exactly what Craig was telling me and him to do is just, All the points really just have to be dictated off of Isner's terms here. And if it's not on the serve, it's on his return games as well. And, you know, we saw a lot of return games where Isner's big slap forehands were just, you know, just crushing and um, putting tons of pressure on great servers, Djokovic included. He beats Djokovic, gets to the final there. So... Um,
2: and I think that speaks to your point about the doubles because he gets the
0: practice on that
2: return, just ripping the return and die. It's all about the serve and return in doubles. Yeah. And and and, and that helped him.
0: Yeah. And um, so, you know, Isner, I kind of, I do kind of wonder kind of where how this – it's very curious to me how this term will shake out for him. He just entered the top ten, of course. And then the two other big guys, Sanga and Nadal. Um, Pete, maybe your, some thoughts on Rafa since um, especially coming off – that really one-sided defeat to Feder and Indian Wells. Um, I actually decided to pick Rafa to win this tournament just on the fact that I feel like he is just so due for a good. Yeah, it's performance been a long time since and, he won a title. Yeah, too. exactly. Um, but that, that, due, doesn't, but that doesn't know, necessarily mean anything, of course. No, he
1: is due, and uh, you know he's also probably thinking pretty soon will be back on a clay, which is always where he gets his game reorganized if if need be, um, or you no, know, as well as he plays. Um, but you know, I don't know. You know, Stepan- Stepanek is a pretty is a pretty tough match for him there. That's about the only thing I can see that could trouble him there in that in that quarter and in that eighth actually. But then I think what it's what, what he's going to run into is when it gets down to that quarterfinal. If he's got to face an Isner or a Tsonga who play in the fourth round if they both get that far. That to me, I don't see I don't see really many guys uh, you know who could take those guys out. I could see, you know I see those guys play in that fourth rounder, mm-hmm. um, and you know. Who knows what happens in that? But either guy is going to, I think, give. Isner took the, him to five in,
2: in on the French Open. He took him to five sets, exactly. you know, and that's on a clay court. And Rafa
1: gets scared of those guys. You could tell when he talks about those guys. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of an ooh and an ah, and there's a little bit of a, well, the guy really serves big. I'm not so sure, you know. He, he takes he's not sure of if he can
2: get up. into the point consistently exactly. against. Those. And you saw, remember Sangha, the Australian, when he used the front court so well against Rafa. I mean, I realize he hasn't. You know, set the world on fire recently, but he's dangerous. He's very dangerous.
1: That to me, if Tsonga or Isner gets through that qu- in that quarter, that to me is going to be Nadal's kind of you know Rubicon match. If he gets past that, yeah, you know, sure. Can yeah. he beat Murray? Of course he can. Sure. You know, and I think I think I play more relaxed against a Berdick, maybe uh, or a Murray, but
0: but you and you think overall um, you went with Federer for this tournament, correct? I did. Yes. Yep. And Richard. I went with Djokovic.
2: I really was very close to going with Federer. I just felt like Djokovic... I I thought he played a good match against Isner. I thought he he hit the ball fine. He just... You know, came down to a few points. Isn't I outplayed him on those points? So I, I don't think he's panicking yet. You know, if he were to go out early here, interesting thing about him is like every other year he has a bad year in Miami. Twenty ten, he had a bad year. He lost to Rokas. I think two thousand eight, he lost to Kevin Anderson. And then the odd number of years. Rain Man here. Huh? You know, he's exactly. done. He's yeah, done right. well. You know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, um, certainly. Much has been discussed, much still to be discussed. And look,
1: by the way, Djokovic does have Marcos Bagdadis potentially in his yeah, first that's match. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Where is
0: yeah. could be Bagdadis, I think, played pretty is, well. No, did Wells no you're right. He's, yeah. he's tough. Yeah, we're always good for maximum number of sets. So get your popcorn ready. So Pete's a big Bellucci guy, so we got to keep an eye on him, too. That's right. Clay Court's coming up. Yeah. Pete's speechless. <laughs> and how, and it has <laughs> no. to be. No. <laughs> no, I love
1: his game, but you know what? No stick to itiveness. It's, it's like you watch him like lose energy as the match goes on and become. He's no Marcus Baghdadi. It's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, for those of you stuck around, I'll give you the update on the Kleiser score. Lost first set six four. And
2: a ride on Pete's tractor. Right, <laughs> right.
0: Lost first set six four. Winning one second set six one up three love in the third on Gajosova. Wow. So. Um, Your brackets aren't busted yet if you picked Kim to go all the way. So, Pete Bodo, Richard Pagliaro, an epic effort on the podcast today. One of our finest. um, Certainly one of our longest. (laughs) Certainly one of our longest. Thanks for listening. Tennis.com. You've been enjoying Tennis.com's weekly podcast. Thanks for listening. For all the latest news and events, head over to Tennis.com.